Three by five live podcast. Jesse just said my hair is intense. It's because you have not cut it recently. It <laughs> if you're on YouTube, I apologize for my intense hair. I'm sorry, I didn't mean for that to be aired. Anyway, uh, on this podcast, we chat about wellness, productivity, um, mindset, and we're going to divert a little today. Just Last little week, bit. I was a solo talking about uh, my 50 mile, 50 mile race. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that we were at one of our uh, Airbnb short-term rental properties. And so people asked some questions about it. So we thought like we'd kind of unpack why we got into that space, a little bit about that space. And if you don't know what STR stands for, it stands for short-term rental. Yeah. So a short-term rental is basically compared to a long-term rental (laughs) (laughs) is an Airbnb property, a VRBO property, uh, direct booking. So basically anything... Like a vacation property. Yeah. Anything that's rented for a short amount of time. Yes. Not like a year-long lease. Uh, So we got into this space in 2019. Yeah. We're newbies, guys. Newbies. But we've learned a lot in the last few years, (laughs) let me tell you. So why did we do it? Why did we get into uh, starting to own some of these vacation properties? And... It really kind of was driven out of... We, we did a an episode, I don't know, 20, 30 episodes ago about minimalism. Um, and we kind of were inspired a little bit by the FIRE movement. Mm-hmm. Financially independent, retire early. X, the retire early part. I don't like that. Uh, but financially independent. And one way to do that is through vacation properties. And the beautiful thing about vacation properties is we get to use them ourselves. Mm-hmm. So you have somebody else paying down your mortgage, you have somebody else providing cash flow, and then we still get to take the family and make it an experience and create memories. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the like passive income of of that was something a conversation that we'd been generating, you know, with each other. Like what are some ways that we can invest or start to kind of create some passive income for us so that we can have a little bit more flexibility and financial freedom in our lives. And so we started to think about and ask ourselves, you know, where's a space or where's some place that we would like to be or that's someplace that's mm-hmm. that's local enough that we have, it's accessible. Um, and we both kind of recognize as much as we love the beach that we were looking for something more with mountains and hiking and with Brian, you know, he grew up mountain biking and he loves to, we both love to hike. He loves to, to run, you know, the idea of lakes and just like fresh water. And so we started to look in the Poconos, which is about two hours from us um, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, you know, the first, at first we were kind of going into this blind. We didn't really know anybody who was in the short-term rental market at this point. We didn't really know even, I don't even know that I knew what STR was at that point. I knew that we had rented things on Airbnb. And so I knew that it was something that we could, you know, mimic or, or look at, but we went into it just kind of with, um, our eyes open and that open mind to try to learn as much as we possibly can. So our first property that we bought in the Poconos, um, we stumbled upon it. It was very serendipitous. I feel like when we were up there kind of looking at around the area, we were staying in this little lake community and, um, 
our, I had reached out to a realtor just to ask like if there was any land actually at that point because we were just looking for some land to, to, to kind of... Wait, wait, wait. She just didn't reach out. She put her phone number oh, into God. Zillow. <laughs> no, like okay. who does that? <laughs> I did. She did it and I screamed at her immediately and she, her phone <laughs> rang literally. It was 30, like instantaneously. 30 seconds later <laughs> and the realtor that called her, now we're super close with. Mm-hmm. We bought another home from her. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, anyway. he was. He was really mad at me that I did that. I did get like a hundred phone calls from yes. the So I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. But when we were up there, this house had just come on the market. I think it was on there for three days and it was a lakefront property that needed a ton of work. And yes. our first house, like our house in Westchester that we live in now is a, was a fixer upper. I mean, like from top to bottom. So Brian and I, we kind of had had that experience. It was pre-kids. So we had a little bit more time to fix up a fixer upper, right. but we weren't scared of what we saw in this property. And so we put an offer on it much lower than they were asking and they actually accepted our offer. And then we kind of were like, it was right before COVID hit and then COVID hit and it gave us the flexibility to, you know, everything was kind of on pause. So we were up there, you know, blood, sweat, tears, getting yep. the house ready for this Airbnb process. Um, and I thought that for our time today, it would be really helpful to just give you some things that we learned. If this is a conversation you've ever had, you've ever thought about, you've stayed in Airbnb, you were like, oh, I'm, you know, what would this, what would this entail? Um, I thought we could kind of move through that with you. So um, we did, and I want to talk about the two different types of, of properties that we've actually experienced. Our first property was what we call a fixer upper. And so having a vision and recognizing that it's going to be a lot of work, but you can get your return on dollar is sometimes a lot better because you're buying it at a, at a cheaper price. And then you're fixing it up in a way that's pretty cost effective. And but you're still renting it for the same price that you would if it was like a turnkey house. And so the profitability there is a little bit higher. Yep. The other type of property, which our second properties that we bought were in Florida, these properties were what we called turnkey. And the magical part about that was we literally signed our mortgages. It's two properties that back up to each other. And that same month, we made our mortgage back in rentals because it was an already functioning Airbnb. We basically bought it fully furnished, fully stocked, and the calendar was already booked. Yeah, so you're basically buying a business. You are. It was yeah. a lot more expensive in the get-go to do, like, because we were buying basically a book of business. So it was more expensive at the start, but it was way less stressful and we immediately started making money. So I wanted to give you both of those kind of pictures because that's the type of two, that's kind of two areas that you could look at. You could look in the market of like you're buying something to fix it up and to make it your own, which is going to cost money and time. And then you also could have it as, um, you know, a turnkey where you're going to immediately be able to make profit from that. Yeah, exactly. And it's <laughs> like you said, two different, <laughs> two different experiences. Uh, but you know, you get equity when, when you do fix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you want to find that property? <clears throat> you know, so the, the, there's two avenues here, somewhere you love to go, and then you can kind of check out the numbers to see if it works. Or if you're just like, Hey, this is a known, um, area of the country. There's a ton of vacation renters. I'm just looking for passive income. And you can find properties in that, that those areas. And one of the websites that we use all the time, where I like lived on probably for all of 2021 was mm-hmm. it's called AirDNA. Um, and AirDNA, you can basically put a zip code in there. And you can see if there's a property you're interested in, there's a section called Rentalizer. And it will give you your ADR, which is your average daily rate um, mm-hmm. and, and a projected yearly revenue. 
Um, so it can really break down the numbers in a in an area with pretty solid data. So you can kind of project how much money that you would make. And you'd be surprised at just like the shift in like one town or one area and, and you know, what the driving factor is for rentals. It might not be what you expect. I mean, you you think about the beaches, you know, everybody does their yearly beach vacation, but the rental season in the northern beaches, it's really short. So yeah. we purposely, when we bought in Florida, we bought in St. Augustine because St. Augustine has a longer rental season. It doesn't get as hot in the summer. So we have more rentals in in the summertime, there's a college in a downtown area. So that drives in, you know, people mm-hmm. who are traveling for the college. And so looking at these little pieces are, are really important when you're trying to figure out where you want to go. Yes, it's a benefit if you can visit it. We have, I mean, we're about to leave um, in two days to go to our Florida property for the whole month of February. Yes. So picking places that you'd also love to visit is always a plus, but using the research and what's already been done for you everything is figure outable and someone probably has done the research before you. Yeah. So use that. Um, and one thing to p- touch on there, to go back to our why a little, uh, one of our whys was, was family travel mm-hmm. and adventure. And I, I kind of like visiting each one of the properties every four or five months. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're up to four properties now. And, you know, that just kind of forces us to go away every few months. And it forces the, these, this family travel to go check on the properties, fix things up, this and that, um, which is a really neat component to this space. Because if you have a long-term rental or you have an apartment building, yeah, that can be lucrative, but you're not, it's not like you're ever going to sleep there or utilize it. And it also gives you, it's like a, I don't know, it trains your brain to like allow yourself permission to go places because in my head, like if we book a vacation, even somewhere else and someone's booked one of our properties or two of our properties that same week, it pays for our vacation to go somewhere else because you're, you're gaining income while you're traveling, which is like, it's been such a a mind game, but it's allowed us to kind of let go of that. Like, I don't know, not guilt, but like, oh my gosh, are we spending too much on this vacation? Or it just, it has increased our travel tenfold and Mm -hmm. our kids have been involved in it. It's been a family fair. We were just up at our newest property, trying to get that one ready this past weekend. And our kids, like my daughter Hadley was helping me decorate. And my son was helping Brian with like, you know, some of the electrical and hanging the, the shelves and just felt like they're part of it. They see the vision. They love to do it. And it just feels like, I don't know, really special that we get to share this, these like projects and these family experiences with them. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into management a little. So you have self-management and then you have property managers that will manage it for you, for you. So Jesse manages our properties. We did have a property manager, but why don't you just give like a few pros and cons for each, each side? Yeah. I mean, I want to back up too. And and I want to say this, like, you know, not to get too much into the financials, but I was a full-time teacher for, you know, 13 years. And this has allowed me space and flexibility to be driving income that is greater than what I was making when I was teaching. And the flexibility and the freedom has been, you know, really, really outstanding. But if you're thinking that you're going to do this and it's not going to be work, I need to tell you that you have to think of this as a business and as a job because you're in the hospitality business, right? So you are helping people create their vacations and have this experience. And it's flexible, but you're also a little bit on call. So mm-hmm. I am an over-communicator, meaning I try to... And this is how I was when I was teaching too with like parents or communications home. I over-explain, over-give information because that allows them to not be able to answer me or ask me as many questions. Um, but I use some really awesome user-friendly software. And so I thought it might be helpful to talk about software too. Um well, but like you said, the pros and cons. So the yeah. pros obviously are it's super lucrative. It's the most flexible job. Well, I'm saying pros and cons from having a property manager versus self-managing. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is my personality, but I like to self-manage because I like to be the one who interacts with my guests. If you have a property manager, you are paying you know, money for them to manage your usually, properties. It's about it's, 10 to 20% of yeah, your each Yeah, more like booking. 20% of each book. Yes. So losing that money. But also when my guests ask questions or want recommendations, I want to be that point person just because, like I said, I'm creating an experience and a vacation for them. And I want it to be, to be this, I don't know, like holistic, like full conversation and not just these like short answers. I don't know. I like having the control of it. I like knowing when something's broken or something's not working. You know, I like just being that person. But also you can things like when you self-manage, you're going to be you care more. Uh, so then you're going to get better reviews yes. because you're putting the time in that Jesse does. And you can do things like optimize your listing. You know, mm-hmm. you got to think of your listing as almost like a website that needs to be optimized, needs to be updated. Um, you can mess with pricing to get your pricing in line for Memorial Day weekend or, you know, a big event coming to town. And a property manager is not going to do that for you. Yeah. Um, you know, the a really good ones do, but most of them don't. Uh, so, you know, you're losing money by paying them 20%. And then you're probably losing money because they manage so many other people's properties yeah. that it's not getting the individualized attention that you would like. And that's what we found. We found that we were losing, we're losing, a, we're putting a lot of money on the table and losing a lot of money and just letting it, you know, because we, we weren't optimizing all of our avenues in order to increase that revenue. Um, I do do a lot of optimization of our listing, but I also rely heavily on platforms that I found that have worked really well. Our listings are just on two platforms right now. We're on VRBO and we're on Airbnb. But I use an app called Hospitable, um, which actually syncs both of those listings. So if you imagine we have four houses, so that's four listings on put on, you know, so it's eight listings actually. And it marries the VRBO AirDNA or Airbnb ones so that if one is booked, it automatically blocks the other calendar. It also allows me to do automated messages so that I know like four days before check-in, here's the check-in information. The day after they they check in, I give them another email that just welcomes them, gives them some like ideas that they can do in the area. The day before they leave, I give them a checkout procedure. Afterwards, I send them this nice message with a review thing. So that optimization of just those automatic messages have been such a game changer because I used to do them individually every single time. Yeah. Um, so you know, Hospitable has been incredible. And I also use something called Price Labs. Price Labs is a system that speaks to Hospitable. They work together and it does these algorithms that constantly are changing our prices to mirror what is available and what is is being priced in our area. Yeah. So think of like dynamic pricing for an airline ticket. Mm -hmm. Like you go to book an airline ticket and the price is different one day than the next day. That's basically what, what Price Labs does. Yeah. I mean, I know this is a lot of information, but it's something that, you know, when we started and we bought that first Bocanos house, we had no clue what we were doing. And, you know, now we're up to these four properties and it has been quite the journey and we've learned a lot and we're still making mistakes. But there was enough questions that I think people have been thinking about this or hearing about this or knowing that this might be something that could help support their family with the second stream of income or that, you know, passive income that you're that you're looking for. And compared to anything I've ever done in all of my, you know, work career, I feel like this has been the most manageable. It allows me to have that space to homeschool my kids, to still, you know, teach my graduate classes. And then I still am able to generate that income more than I did when I was working full time. And um, I don't know if you have any questions. We've had a lot of people reach out to us recently about asking specific questions. I'm happy to help in any way that I possibly can. I think that this is an awesome um, opportunity for a lot of people. And if you're curious about it, I would just say, 
scratch that itch a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. At least, you know, you'd, you'd be surprised. There might be a, a, a river that's 15 minutes from your house that people float down. And all of a sudden you like look on air DNA and there's, you can buy a house that's walking distance to the river for, you know, a, a, not a crazy amount of money, but it, it, it does really well on weekends for Airbnb. So, you know, don't just think of like the, the known vacation towns. Mm -hmm. um, there could be some places near you that do very well. I have a, a friend that bought on a lake 15 minutes from his house um, and he's going to hook up with a, with a golf course community. It's going to be like a place where, you know, visiting golfers can stay and then, you know, also hang out on the lake. So, I mean, there's so many unique opportunities mm -hmm. out there that you wouldn't think about. Um, so it, we are big believers in the power of passive income and having our passive income pay our expenses to allow us to, to do things like this podcast and have flexibility with our time. Um, so it's just a message that we wanted to, to share with the community since we got some questions from last week. Absolutely. So this is a little bit longer than normal, guys. We apologize. I apologize a lot me. of info. <laughs> I hope you have an awesome week and please feel free to reach out. All right. Take care. Take care. Hello world. Wake me up to another good, good.